read two scriptures here. Acts chapter 15 verse 19 to 23. And Philippians chapter 1 verse 19. What is a prayer for deliverance? What, what is deliverance anyway? Why do I need to pray this prayer of deliverance? What does it mean to you? In the scriptures that we've read, we hear the story of the disciples who are thrown in prison. And when they were thrown in prison, the Bible tells us that there were guards that were guarding them. And they were watching over them, making sure they don't come out. But the Bible goes on and says, there came a time they said, okay, go check on them so that you bring them out. The man wanted maybe to charge them. And the Bible says the officers went there. Amen. The officers went there and they went and checked and found that there was no one. The doors were still closed. The guards were there. But one thing that I want to take you back to is verse 19. The one that says, but at night, an angel of the Lord, amen, an angel of the Lord opened the door and brought them out. An angel of the Lord opened the door and brought them out. What does this mean? This was a supernatural work. Brought them out. I mean, if it's in the natural, you see that, you say it's witchcraft. Because the door was opened, people were brought out, and the door remained closed. The guards were there, meaning they were watching outside, thinking they are... ...emphatically tells us to say, for I know that this will turn out for my deliverance. Through your prayers, there is a prayer of deliverance. What is deliverance? Deliverance is freedom. Deliverance is liberty. As I was driving, I drove from home. I went to Belmont and spent a few minutes there. I was on a call that I rarely get a call like that one from the person I got. It was a very rare call. The call, a call, a call, which is a call of, for prayer. You understand what I mean? But this call was like confirming what I prepared. And I said to, my, to myself, I said, okay, okay. So this person is saying, I think I need to pray a prayer, but even when I tell people my prayer, they don't understand. You know that sometimes we have turned our prayer into a request to people and not prayed it to God. We have told people what we want and not told God what we need. This is a prayer of deliverance. To say the spirit, that I know that this will turn out for my deliverance. Deliverance is to be free. All of us, our families, you know every family has its own demons. Can I hear them? Don't look all here. Even individuals, we all have our own demons. Look at your neighbor and say, God is talking to you. <laughs> we all have our own demons. <laughs> because I'm saying that because this guy says to me, he says that, I know. And this is a guy who's not spiritual. He says to me, I know. I've got my own demons. And I know these demons. I need to see a therapist. Or but I know I've got my own demons. You know, your challenges can be your demons. Your habits can be your demons. Your way of doing things can be your demons. Can I hear an amen? amen? We don't like the word demon. 
But you see, some of you, when you see your family, your family needs deliverance. Can I hear an amen? When you see the things that happen among your brothers and sisters, I can tell you, if you had a way to work it out, you could work it out and you'd have done it a long time. Can I hear an amen? Tell your neighbor, your family needs God. So deliverance is to be set free. What is deliverance to me? Deliverance is where I'm asking God to say, Lord, enough. I've suffered. I want to come out. Deliverance is to be a sickler where sickness perpetually becomes a norm in your life. And you get to a level where you say, no, I think it's enough. All the money you make is for medical bills. When you reach a point where you say, no, I think it's enough, you are desiring deliverance. When all you know to do, you can do. And your children are giving you so many problems that when you look at them, sometimes you just shut up because you don't know what to say. You need to pray a prayer of deliverance. Can I hear an amen? When you make all the money you know, you do all the shifts you know, such that you sleep less, you wake more. Even when you have finished working, you say, this swing, this fortnight, I have fought it. <laughs> when you gather the money, you see it, you have more problems than the money. <laughs> and there are some of you, the more money you make, the more trouble and problems. You need deliverance. Can I hear an amen? I said you need deliverance. The more you labor and you think this labor is enough to change your, 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 your situation. Nothing works. You need deliverance. Say, Lord, deliver me. When you have all the education, I know people that are educated and have more degrees than the thermometer. And they have no job back home. I can tell you, I know people that have degrees. When I was, I was, I was in Zimbabwe, it's there, it's there are places that you can boast with a degree. Not in Zimbabwe. No. Zimbabwe, everyone has a degree. Even the ones selling CDs on the street. Ah, the guys who are playing the keyboard. Young boys, no jobs in church. With degrees. Not the small degrees that you take for seven years. No. The one that intends. The boy will be talking to you and you ask him, Ah, oh, great yes. No, no, no. Actually, I was at university. Ha, eh, eh, eh. Say deliverance. When you study all you know to study, you write your assignment the way you know to write it. You submit. You are asked to resubmit. You need deliverance. <laughs> Academic deliverance. Can I hear an amen? amen? So deliverance is to be set free. From bondage. Deliverance is to be set free from things that have held you for a long time. Deliverance is coming out of the prison of complacency. Deliverance is coming out from a situation that has become a norm. I don't know if you grew up like some of us who grew up a little bit naughty, but thank God for the blood of Jesus. If you want to know how not you were, let your children interview you and you tell them all the things you did. Because I remember I got electrocuted on top of the roof. I went, I touched the cable that comes from real Western power, Zesco there. I touched it and my son was asking me, how old were you? And I tried to think, I think I must have been in grade two. <laughs> so now she say, he says, daddy sure. 
At that age, what were you doing on the roof of the house? And how did you even get there? I said, young man, you will not understand because you at your age, you can't even climb a tree. <laughs> what we used to do is, I don't know if you did it, we would get a bottle and catch flies. Catch them and put them in a bottle and close it and see what will happen to them. And would keep the bottle, keep it there for days. Two days maybe you would see it. the flies would try to come out. And after a day or two, you go and open the bottle. The flies will be there, they are alive. But what would shock is that when you open it, the flies will not come out. They will still be going round, but they will be going round circles within the bottle, even when you have opened it. Do you know that when you have suffered for too long, you think you are okay, even when the door is open to come out, you refuse I'm telling you the truth. There are even people who can defend their poverty. No, we are okay. Hey, hey, we are, you know, I'm okay. I'm just okay. What is your problem? It's because you've been like that for long. So for you, it's normal. I came with the word of deliverance. I said I came with the word of deliverance. I said I came with the word of deliverance. That's why sometimes they say, when you have not moved, sometimes you don't, someone said in Bemba, they said, it's a Bemba Semi says, meaning a child that does not move only thinks that the mother's food is the best. Then they move, they go taste soup. They say, hey, so my mother was putting too much soup. So my mother really, there is somebody who can cook it better. But anyway, our mothers are the best cooks. Can I hear? Amen. Go tell your mother, don't tell your mother your food is you that'll be your last food you eat. Don't say I told you to say oh, there's a better one cooking or somewhere else. You will land yourself in serious problems. Amen. But what am I saying? What I'm saying here, child of God, is that God has a way of bringing deliverance to us. What God wants us to do is for us to realize that He doesn't want us to stay in bondage. These guys were in prison and the Lord sent angels. God sends people. Sometimes you just, just like preaching like this. And whatever I'm saying now goes direct to your heart. That's how God speaks. He brings it direct to you and he opens something maybe that you've been thinking about. Something that you've been meditating on. So I'm just going to share three things and I'll get out of the, your way because of my time. The first thing that I want to share with you here is that desire, have a strong desire to be delivered. Have a strong desire to come out of that prison. But let me tell you one thing. Prayer breaks chains. Wisdom makes you walk out. Because wisdom is the application of the word. Applying what you have learned. Can I hear an amen? Can I hear a better amen? So prayer will break the chains. If you go to Acts chapter 12, the Bible tells us, again, there are the angels, the Lord sent, as the church prayed, the Lord sent angels to deliver Peter. And when the angel went to deliver Peter out of the prison, the Bible says, you can put it on the screen, my friend. Proverbs chapter 12. Not Proverbs, I mean, Acts chapter 12, verse 4. Verse 4 to 6 says, so when he, had raised, when he had arrested him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quads, squads of soldiers and to keep him, intending to bring him before the people after Passover. 
Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. And when Herod was about to bring him out that night, Peter was sleeping, bound with two chains between two soldiers. And the guards before the door were keeping the prison. When you go down in verse 7 and verse 8, just go down, give me, if you're able to go down to verse 7 and 8. The 7 and 8 of the same scripture. I had only left it up to you. I've extended for him, so he has to go into his software. And he... okay, let me. I can. I, I, I just read it from my end. Is that? Is that so? Okay. Acts chapter twelve, verse. God, verse seven and eight. Verse 7 and 8 says, Then the angel, no, no, 7 says, And behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the prison. And he struck Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise, what? What does your Bible say? Arise, what? Arise up, what? Quick, quick. Get up. Other version says, arise up what? Quickly. So now you, you're being slow. Where you get it, we don't know. Because in the Bible, even the angels, when they come for your deliverance, they say what? Quickly. <laughs> he says to him, he says, arise up quickly. And his chains fell off from his hands. Verse 8. Verse 8. And the angel said to him, Get yourself and bind your sandals. And so he did and said to him, cast your garments about you and follow me. So listen, I said, prayer will break chains. Amen. Wisdom is what will get you out of the prison. You pray for deliverance. What you do after you've prayed determines your total deliverance. Desire to come out. Desire, have a strong desire, a strong passion. When you see poverty in your family, be angry. When you see things not going wrong, be angry. When you see that people are not getting to, to a certain level of education in your family, make it a point your children will go to a higher level. Can I hear an amen? Can I hear a better amen? amen. Be determined. When you see something, desire to see a change. I don't know the state of your family. I don't know at what place your family is. But I want to encourage you, child of God. If you're going to see deliverance in your life, if you're going to see deliverance in your family, in your own life, have a desire. Where there's no drive, there's no movement. <laughs> Why some of us prayed? There are prayers we prayed. That sometimes I even wonder, how did I pray those prayers? There are prayers we went to the mountain. There's no mountain we didn't climb in Osaka. Hey. There are prayers we prayed. You know those prayers? I was even saying, those witch doctors of long time, I think they were very serious. They even were scary. Because 
would go to your mountain and you meet about 10, 15 white chickens. You remember those ones where people go wash mates in the bush and there'll be white chickens everywhere. If they threw those chickens now with the level of poverty, people will eat them and say, we'll solve it. We'll play over it and anoint it and they'll cook it. <laughs> we'll meet chickens. We'll pray in the mountain, go in the morning, come back the following day. You meet people, you are shaking, you are hungry. The reason for such prayers was because enough is enough. If your troubles are not enough, you have no reason to pray. Can I hear an amen? amen? Can I hear a better amen? amen? Can I hear a better amen? amen? You must be upset and say, no, no, no. There's got to be a change. There's got to be a difference. In this house, there's got to be peace. Even when there's a language in the home, like one of the things that I deal with in my home, never to call each other names that are not your names, and they are not progressive names. You know, kids are very funny. They can even be calling each other, hey, chimpanzee, hey, what, what, and it's like a joke. You are useless, hey, Darwin, hey, gee, 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 gee. But you see that those things are consequential. They are planting seeds within them, and they will take it to school. And they will start saying the same. <laughs> so if you've been calling Ivana names, may you, may God deliver you. I said, may God deliver you. I said, may God deliver you. Some of you call your husband nicknames, he doesn't even know. Even your father. You know, these boys are very funny. I had friends who used to call their father Saddam. I <laughs> know your father is coming, Saddam has come. And they'll just be talking. You know, father one day said, You boys, I've heard Saddam here. They said, No, no, it's just the name we use. But they were calling him Saddam. <laughs> Tell your neighbor deliverance. So desire, be desperate for deliverance. Be desperate to come out of that prison. Be desperate. Amen. We don't live to just eat and pay bills. We live to fulfill destiny. How do you become desperate? You serve God. You do things for God out of the normal. Because deliverance does not come from man. The Bible tells us see, in, in Obadiah, say, deliverance comes out of Mount Zion. Amen. Deliverance does not come from man. There are many educated failures and there are many powerful, rich people with broken homes and families. You've heard of that. Even broken marriages, so much money, but the money can't sustain a marriage. Can I hear an amen? Can I hear a better amen? amen? But I declare that deliverance is coming to your house. I said deliverance is coming to your family. To your neighbor, be desperate. So be desperate and desire to see that change. The second thing is a prayer. Say a prayer for deliverance. Jabez, in First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 and 10, the Bible says, Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bore him in pain, and Jabez called the, on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed, and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him his request. Amen. So God granted him his what? Request. This is a prayer. He was honest. There are certain prayers that I've prayed sometimes myself. I'll just tell God, like, you don't scream, you just tell himself, God, 
At least be good to me. <laughs> be good to me. Just be good. It's not about the good things I've done. Lord, just be good to me. That is what I mean. If you tell a person, if I tell Brother Ephraim, yes, Brother Ephraim, be good to me. You know what it means? In that being good to me, I'm asking him that if there are certain things I need, the goods he has, he should share with me. You understand what I mean? So sometimes be honest with God and say a prayer. How just to God? God, be good to me. Things are bad, but just be good to me. So Lord, remember me. Sometimes even when you mess up, just tell God, Lord, deliver me from this foolishness. This one I did, Lord, is foolishness. Hello? Can I hear? Amen. Amen. You look like me like from another planet. <laughs> you, tell, you tell him, be honest with him. Jabez told, told God here because the mother named him Jabez. The name Jabez meant pain. Meaning this one, he'll be a pain wherever he goes. That's why some of your names, he changed them. Changed them. That's why in the Bible, anyone God called, he changed their names. I was telling Brother Chikondi there, <laughs> who used to be Brother Chison. <laughs> I said, your own is not Chison. Amen. Amen. Some names. Some names. Ask your neighbor, what is your name? It is <laughs> not the Australian one. The one that they call you from home. When they call, oh, see, when they call your name, they are calling what the name carries. Mavuto. <laughs> Huh? You know Mavuto? Mavuto is the uh, problems. There is Mavuto used to have uh, say hard life. There's even a player in the, one of the teams, his name is Hard Life. Ah! Hard Life, a name. Ah, you are, you know, am I not saying, you know, you've heard it, right? Hard Life. I said Hard Life. Because that name did not just phone him. The time he was born, himself, he came when life was hard. So they just said, this one is an explanation of what we went through. Hard life. So when they call you hard life, they're saying, your life shall be hard. There are people who are born when things are bad, they record the souls because the child is born. Before it's born, there's a funeral. The day it's born, they are burying another uncle. The week after, there's another funeral. They say, this one, what name? They just teach his only because this one appeared when there was sorrow everywhere. There was misos, everyone was crying. And when they call your name, they remember what happened. There was one young lady I told her, said, you love your mother. She wanted to have her birthday on the day the mother died. I said, don't mix sorrow with joy, or else you'll be sorrowful the rest of your life. Because every time you want to go for dinner, anniversary, you remember your mother's death and the day you buried her. So instead of rejoicing your marriage, you will cry, meaning, because it's not the husband of your mother, the husband, the mother of your husband that died. It's your mother. So, not even your children, they say, hey, mommy, happy anniversary. You just say, no, it's for my mother's death. I said, separate the two. You love your mother, remember on that day. Your marriage, celebrate on another day. You can't make celebration on that so Each one of them have a season, and they have their time. Can I hear an amen? So pray a prayer of deliverance. Lord, liberate me. Lord, set me free. Lord, I've handled money. Yeah, if I gather the money, Lord, I spent on the MTN when I was in Zambia and what I've spent on the Optus and Telstra. Yeah, Lord, I've bought, I've bought a farm. 
Some of you, just the food you eat, even these young ones, the Uber they have eaten, can invade buy shares in a company. <laughs> deliverance. Some deliverance is not from sickness. Some deliverance is from poverty. You know, poverty is not saying someone doesn't look good. There are people that look very smart and they smell very good perfume, but they are first degree poor. You know, but poverty is not looking bad. I've met people that are rich, they have money. When you meet them, you just say, now this one. And when you hear the figures, you start <coughs> clearing your throat. So neighbor, don't conclude by our end. I have unpaid bills. Can I hear an amen? So don't summarize me like this. If you only enter my heart, you will pray for me. <laughs> if you didn't check my 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 app, my bank app, you will call heaven on my behalf. That's why we tithe. Child of God, if you eat tithe, actually, you are putting an approval of your poverty. Can I hear the name? Tithe is not God's way of getting your money. Tithe is God's taste for your deliverance financially. Me, I've been a tithe of food. Me, I come from a very poor family. Me. If you marry my wife, was a break. For the time she said yes, I was back to send her. <laughs> you know these are guys where you are coming, they can't tell whether you are coming or was we, we wore those jackets and you know when you are a pastor back home. We were a real pastors. <laughs> you look like you're about to take off. Because <laughs> the jacket would be like this, and I remember the see-through trousers. Imagine a brother is wearing a see-through trouble. <laughs> so that where the material inside ends here, it's also marked here. Now you look like you're wearing legging. <laughs> My dear, poverty is bad. And the day you start to say, no, me, my child, I don't have enough. My child, okay, we are here. <laughs> Two, three. My wife, I don't know, I think even her poverty must have been worse than mine. Because when I lived in Matero, she lived in Kanyama and John Lange. So I hers <laughs> was deeper. Oh, my wife, I told her, she said, if you would send that, I said, I'm a pastor. I have said, says this chick. Because she knows how. If I enter the poverty way, she will face the consequences. Can I hear the amen? amen? Can I hear better amen? amen? 10% is not a lot. It's just a test. The judges, I said, Lord, deliver me. And they said, Lord, here is your portion. Why? My deliverance. Poverty is bad. So bad. I remember I loved him, never. Not because I love eating him, never. Because, uh, you know, poverty to make you eat funny things, you call them delicacy. How do you eat that? This one. Let me be And these ones have oil. You eat poverty, my dear. You receive your deliverance. If you want proteins, there is food that has proteins. My son, when he was growing up, she was eating, you know, mopani. What do you mopani wear? So then he asked, Daddy, why do you eat this? I said, they are very good. He says, no. Insects. Daddy, you are saying they are good. He said, no, I can't eat these. I'm allergic and I will never eat them. The boy was wondering, and we were there eating. Yeah, yeah, this is nice. This is nice. Ah. Huh. Vegetables mixed with thermal bones. You know bones. You go buy bones. All you want is just to have the smell of meat 
in the vegetable. And you still want to eat time. You want to start eating bones again. Tell your neighbor, God deliver you. <laughs> A prayer of deliverance. I told you, God, God, help me, Nababa. Help me, help me. Because poverty is bad, Western disease, Western COVID. It's terrible. I came and when I got born again, I told God, God, set me, set my family free through me. Things began to happen the time I made a covenant with God. I made a covenant with God. I said, God, I will do my part. Do your part. You see, you can never take God to task if you're not doing your part. That's why I said, prayer breaks chains. Wisdom brings you out. Prayer will break chains, but you're still in prison. But wisdom is when the angel says, follow me. I see deliverance in your life. I said, I see deliverance in your life. No sickness in Jesus' name. No disease in Jesus' name. No constant problems that never end in your life in Jesus' name. All your troubles, deliverance is coming your way. I said deliverance is coming your way. The last thing is that wisdom brings you out as prayer breaks the chains. Someone is coming out in Jesus' name. I said someone is coming out in Jesus' name. Say, Lord, bring me out. Bring out my children. Bring out my family. Bring out my finances. Bring out my friends. From every prison. In the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet and we're going to pray. He's a God of deliverance. He sets us free. He breaks chains. He destroys yokes. That's who he is. He's a great God. He's a great God. Hallelujah. He's a great God. Tell your neighbor, I'm coming out. I want you to pray right now. I want you to talk to God. Talk to him. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you today that every bondage that appears normal in my life you are breaking chains. You are destroying yours. Deliver me in every area that I need deliverance. In my spiritual life, break chains. In my finances, break chains. In my health, break chains. In my relationships, Break chains in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, I come to you. I pray to you. Deliver me. Set me free in the name of Jesus. Give me the wisdom to walk out of every prison, of every bondage in the name of Jesus. Now lift your voice and pray those prayer points. Pray that the Lord will give you a desire. Pray with desire for liberty. Pray with desire, with a longing, a desperate prayer to be set free. A desperate prayer for your family to be liberated. A desperate prayer for you to move to another level. You can never be at the same state.
age for a long time. You can never be stuck at the same level for a long time. God is a God of deliverance. Lift your voice now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you today. We pray, Lord, your deliverance, your liberty, your liberty, oh God, your mighty hand of deliverance, your mighty hand of deliverance. We come to you in desperate need, in desperate need for chains to be broken, in desperate need for something to be fixed in our lives in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, arise and let every enemy of destiny be scattered. Lord, we decree and declare by the authority of heaven that Lord, you release your blessing. You release your peace. Release your abundance in my life. Release the supernatural in my life in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, I receive my liberty. I receive my deliverance in the name of of Jesus Christ. Just lay your hand on your head as I pray for you. Just lay your hand on your head as I pray over you right now. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, Father, that anyone under the influence of my voice this morning, that, Father, your deliverance, your power that breaks yokes, destroys every yoke in their life. That every chain of bondage lose its hold over their life. That whatever it is, Lord, that has been a perpetual situation, anything that has held them captive, whether mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, relationally, oh God, I speak a breaking of chains and the wisdom to walk out of the prison. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I declare freedom, liberty, deliverance. In the name of Jesus. I speak deliverance over your life. Deliverance over your family. Deliverance over your destiny. Deliverance in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we give you praise and we give you glory. It is done. In the name of Jesus. But before I finish, I sense there's somebody that is saying in your family, there's just something that it's like as I've been ministering this morning, God is just directly speaking to you. You've been whispering a prayer of deliverance for long. And saying, Pastor, I just want you to stand with me in the gap. I want you to walk here. I just want to hold hands with you and just join you in that prayer. Don't know what it is. You know what it is. But it's like the word has come as a confirmation of certain things that you've been calling God on. That you've been knocking heaven's door. And you've been saying, I need a change. I need certain things to just line up. If you're that person, quickly come. I just want to hold hands with you and just stand with you and just pray with you. Just raise your hands towards me. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, you are God who answers prayer. You are God who hears prayer of deliverance. I pray, Lord, this morning 
the Lord, your son's desire and prayer is heard today. In the mighty name of Jesus, I decree and declare open doors. Wherever a door has been shut, I speak open doors. Open doors. Open doors. In the name of Jesus. And the wisdom to walk out of an open door. Walk out of every prison, every entanglement, every manner of affliction in Jesus' name. Receive grace. Receive grace in the name of Jesus. Receive grace in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for your daughter. I pray now, Father, the Lord, the word has come, a prayer of deliverance. You know her heart's desire. You know her desperate prayer that she's prayed before you. I pray now in the name of Jesus that give her the wisdom and the grace. In Jesus' mighty name, receive grace. Receive your deliverance. Receive whatever it is. Receive your deliverance in the name of Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, pray for your son. That, Father, you will give him wisdom. Yes, the chains are broken. The chains are broken. The question is the steps to take and to follow you and follow the voice of God. Father, pray for your son. Bless him. Order his steps. Direct him. I declare your deliverance today in Jesus' mighty name. Whatever you ask God for, receive it in the name of Jesus. You will testify. Gracious Lord, thank you. Thank you. That your God who hears prayer. The secret prayers of our hearts you hear. You've heard heart's desire and that prayer. I speak, Lord, your grace abounds now. Faith rise to believe that it can be done, that God can do it, that God is still a miracle-working God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare it done. Receive your deliverance in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you this morning. We bless you and we honor you because you are faithful. Receive all the glory and all the honor. Receive all the adoration. We bless you because you are God who sets free. We receive our deliverance today and declare it done. You are faithful and you are good. In Jesus' mighty name we pray with thanksgiving. And everyone said amen and amen. Give the Lord a clap offering. A better clap offering.